Hi, this is Lupette from the International Bunch. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about looking back on 2020 in marketing and forward to 2021. Now, I am recording this live, so just in case there are any mistakes as I go through, but hopefully you're going to find this a really interesting podcast. So predicted marketing trends for 2020 largely lived up to expectations, but the disruption brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic accelerated some of these developments. We've taken a look at some of the biggest trends we've noticed in marketing over the last year and then what this could mean for the future. So the first one is artificial intelligence, AI, and that it's here to stay. So artificial intelligence has been on the minds of marketers across industries for a while. Uh, Jason Hall wrote for Forbes in 2019 that he predicted that AI had the capability to help marketers map out an end-to-end content strategy, change the way businesses advertise, and to see chatbots engaging in sales prospecting, lead generation, and customer service. Now, as I go through these reports I'm going to talk about, there's a link to the blog post, and you'll be able to find all the links to all these relevant reports in there. Um, Also, a 2018 My Customer report predicted that 80% of all UK businesses would have chatbot solutions in place by 2020, to give a UK-specific perspective there. PwC produced a report in 2017 predicting that, as its then trajectory, AI could contribute $15.7 trillion to the global economy in 2030. Talk of the rise of AI has not slowed, as you can tell. Now, there is an increased need to move to digital platforms due to social distancing measures and the closure of offices around the world. Resources are stretched tighter than ever, and AI is being seen as a solution to reach the right customers and drive revenue. Chatbot saw a boom last year with a recent survey finding that over a third of individuals aged between 16 and 24 preferred to use chatbots rather than receive help from human advisors. I mean, it's staggering, but it goes beyond chatbots. Specifically within the field of scholarly publishing communications, at the end of 2019, UNSILO, a provider of AI tools for publishers, published a survey whose results indicated that publishers were increasingly beginning to adopt AI tools. Two thirds of participants in the study said that they were currently using AI tools. Only 3% felt that AI could not benefit their activities in some way. Towards the end of 2020, the Publishers Association published a fascinating report looking at the role of artificial intelligence in publishing. Some of its key findings showed that the range of current AI users by the industry is broad. And this is a quote. Some of the most common industry-wide applications include identifying market trends to inform content acquisition, carrying out copyright infringement checks, running language and grammar checks, recommendation engines and demand forecasting to inform marketing strategy and manage stock levels. It seems pretty safe to bet, or it seems a pretty safe bet to assume that AI is going to continue to grow as we wade further into 2021. Now, if you're looking to upskill in AI, we do actually have a free live masterclass in February 2021. So there's a link to it um, in the description. 
Right, so the next thing we're going to talk about is storytelling. And we've seen real growth and adoption in this. Um, in storytelling, authenticity and empathy are key to connecting. Um, the Scholarly Kitchen recently pointed toward the need for greater authenticity in marketing communications, particularly during a pandemic. Now, this has been true of brands responding with support for Black Lives Matter, for example, the movement in the wake of George Floyd's death. Uh, the same article highlighted desire from customers for companies to go further by prioritising promoting diversity and inclusivity and to do so sincerely. And this has never been more apparent than this year. A 2020 report showed that 83% of millennials find it important for companies they buy from to have values which align with their own, showing how important it is to resonate. Now, we've seen service providers, societies and publishers proactively looking to help their stakeholders with support, advice and also free access to content. Some have really grasped more compelling language to demonstrate that they really care and it shows. There has been a recent big push for, story, for strong storytelling in marketing. And as I mentioned just at the beginning of this, we're seeing a growing adoption of our storytelling training and storytelling guidance, but not just at a marketing level, but across the organization including editorial and senior leadership. It's about how can I resonate with my audience? As, our, as um, something that I say is people sell to people, not to businesses to people. So people sell to people, not businesses to people. We need to ensure that we craft marketing that we are proud of. We need to connect and resonate with our audience and show them we understand whoever they may be. Now with the demands, strains, which are involved in weathering a global pandemic, including many individuals experiencing social isolation and loneliness, empathy has been key. Through demonstrating social consciousness and awareness in marketing communications, brands are more able to connect with their audiences and establish stronger bonds. Now, if you're looking for ways to give your story a boost, we regularly work with companies in delivering storytelling, or if actually it's not just about your brand, but it's how you're talking to the people that you're working with, then please just get in touch with us. There's links to our resources in the description. The next point that I want to talk to you is about the rise in engaging video content. Another impact on the events of this year is rapidly increased use of video content to convey marketing messages. Though video has long been seen as an engaging medium for content in a world where currently social connections are limited to the medium of a phone, tablet, computer screen, video is timelier than ever. Twitch live streams and TikTok have experienced particular boom in recent times. Back in March 2020, Forbes asked whether 2020 would be the year of Twitch. Now, by December, The Verge declared that it had been, with millions having spent 1.6 billion hours on Twitch in October 2020. And by September 2020, TikTok was able to declare a hundred million users in Europe. So is a secret to success video? A survey that we found said that 87% of video marketers said that video increased traffic to their website. 
and 80% say that video helped them to increase sales. This only further demonstrates the powerful influence that video marketing can have over consumer behavior. Videos can be highly engaging and impactful, allowing businesses the opportunity to demonstrate personality and that all important authenticity mentioned before. But Twitch live streams and TikTok videos are the only routes into the medium. Um, we discovered an article that Annie had done in um, for The Drum, which talked about alternative ways of tapping into the right audiences using video, which don't rely on things like Twitch or TikTok. Um, Annie said, if you're, not, if you're not planning on getting your brands onto either of these platforms, you can apply their learnings to your current social strategy. So short form video can live on any platform. The key takeout is to make it as entertaining as possible. If you can't game with your audience, create gamified content to let them play with you. Another particularly interesting development this year was Twitter's decision to wade further into the world of video content with fleets. These are temporary video posts that expire after a day. It seems that social media platforms are increasingly conscious of the demand for highly engaging and instantaneously gratifying content and fleets are reflective of that. Twitter's design director, Joshua Harris, and the product manager, Sam Havson, recently discussed why they introduced fleets. They said that users have fed back that tweeting is uncomfortable because it feels so public, so permanent, and like there's so much pressure to rack up retweets and likes. It remains to be seen whether fleets will be here to stay, but certainly video is. Um, a HubSpot report showed that of the 79% of marketing teams that published videos on Facebook in 2020, 85% said it was successful. And 65% of video marketers said that they planned to include Instagram in their 2020 marketing strategy because of how effective video content was on the social media platform. More specific to scholarly publishing, Tim, a friend of mine as well from Research Information, he recently penned an article stating that there is much more to video technology than virtual meetings and recorded keynote speakers in the industry. He provides the example of Cadmore Media, a company founded with a view to transform the dissemination of video content in the scholarly and professional world through the use of the um, latest technology. He goes on to state that this is something they've achieved through the use of extensive metadata, persistent IDs, full text search, subject tagging, and segmentation. This has allowed publishers to disseminate content that is fully discoverable, navigable, accessible, and integrated with all other research and professional outputs. No matter the industry you're in, video content can be incredibly beneficial to businesses when implemented in the right way. So if you're looking to implement video marketing into your strategy for 2021, take, take a look at our recent blog post featuring tips on creating authentic and impactful video content. You can also check out our hints and tips playlist on YouTube to upskill and develop your marketing skill set or that of your teams. And also, if you want to know more about predicting what's going to be happening in 2021, then sign up for our alerts. We have... Um, regular alerts that go out when we publish new content and also we have a monthly newsletter but we won't bombard you don't worry 
Um, so I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to catching up with you very soon.